What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to the J-Ham Special, where I love to talk about Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40k, Dungeons & Dragons, and other aspects of my nerdy life. My name is John. I'll be your host for this episode of Warhammer Wednesday, where I delve into Warhammer 40k and Warhammer 40k Kill Team and bring you content talking about that. Today, I really want to share with you my easy painting solution, I guess, um, to actually go through and paint all your models. I've had a lot of people tell me in the past that that's one of the most nerve-wracking things is getting started with painting your army or painting your kill team up. You're really worried about screwing it up. And I want to tell you, don't be afraid to try and throw some paint down. It's not the end of the world if you mess up a little bit or if it looks different than some other people's uh, miniatures and if it doesn't look as good as professional painters because guess what? The pictures you see that are posted online, like on Reddit, it's usually people that have been painting for a very long time, or, you know, if you look at the back of the boxes, they're using like 23 different paints per model. So don't feel bad if you are more on the budget side or you're more on the beginner side and you were like, I just cannot make them look that good. I highly recommend don't bring a sea of gray plastic. Go ahead and try to paint your minis and bring your own customized kill team or army to the table. So without further ado, let's dive right in and I'll tell you how I do it pretty easily. Now, I talked about some of the painting aspects in some of my earlier episodes and like uh, in my piloting what you love for your game. I talked a little bit about painting your miniatures for like D&D and Warhammer 40k. Warhammer 40k, in my opinion, it's a little bit easier to paint the miniatures because you have a lot better detail on these miniatures than the ones you would pick up for like whiz kits and stuff for Dungeons & Dragons, which, hey, the cost difference is definitely there too, um, just not just not really necessarily one of those things where you have to be super worried because you can lay down some paint and your miniature can still come out looking pretty good for Warhammer 40k. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of story time here. The way I began painting miniatures was actually because of D&D. I started off saying, hey, you know, I want to get my party, my adventuring party. I found some different models from WizKids that would kind of fit what they look like. Um, and then I went out and I also bought some enemies that I can use and what I frequently used for my campaigns, being like goblins and bugbears. And I found some different like necromancer slash wizard people that I can use for like cultists. And then I also found um, undead, which I love using undead in campaigns. It's probably what brought me more towards uh, Legion, Legions of Nagash for uh, Age of Sigmar, which kind of delving into Age of Sigmar and uh, Warcry, but not completely there yet. I've just, I've got the box, assembling them, looking to paint them soon. But um, yeah, I got started with D&D, painting those little dinky miniatures, and I picked up the army painter kit for, you know, teaching you how to paint up a owlbear and a uh, Minskin Boo little mini miniature. So Minskin Boo is the very first thing I ever painted. I got myself a few little army painter paints that I can use and those bad boys, I still use them. They've stretched me quite some ways. Once I got into Warhammer 40k, I started off with the first strike box and I started assembling my guys and I didn't really like that they were just flat blue. And everything I was reading online, like, hey, how do you start an army? You know, what kind of chapter should I choose? You know, what's the differences between these? I really delved into the lore and delved into what I liked about the game. I realized I don't really want to play Ultramarines um, because everybody plays Ultramarines for what it sounds like. I'll tell you something. I've, I've come back to playing Ultramarines because I really do enjoy, like, some of their strategies and stuff. But uh, at the time, I built myself a squad of dudes that were Imperial Fist successor chapters. I decided to try and be different, try to be hipster, try to be cool. 
I painted my guys orange instead of yellow, and I called them the Amber Ascension. They're a group of architects that would go to um, small little war-torn, like, farm planets and stuff, or places that are not defendable, but still an important asset for the Imperium, and they would go and they would train up troops, and they would actually build defenses and fortify those different planets and moons that belong to the Imperium. They were a very small force, and uh, a lot of times they would act as kill teams is kind of how they dealt with people. So um, that's how I got the lore for my guys, and so Orange was the route I wanted to go. Originally, I was going to do Knights of Griffon, and that was something where you can do that if you want to. You can look to see there are hundreds and hundreds of Space Marine chapters that you can choose from. Uh, technically, in the lore, there's like thousands upon thousands, um, just for the simple fact that you can technically go make up your own custom chapter if you want to. I've ended up just making my own custom chapters and their own narrative and lore, but there are tons of different Space Marine chapters out right now that you can go and pick up and say, hey, this is going to be the chapter that I'm going to run as mine. If you like Blood Angels, go get yourself some Blood Angels. You know, if you like Imperial Fists, play Imperial Fists. Salamanders, Ultramarines, Iron Hands, Raven Guard, you know, any of those that you want to do, Space Wolves, trying to think is there another one that I'm thinking of that I can't oh yeah uh dark angels I guess death watch is kind of space marines but anyway you go through and you decide what kind of chapter you want to play what kind of space marine army you want to play and you can go for it there um something I would really recommend is if you don't feel comfortable with painting those guys exactly or picking up the exact paints that games workshop recommends it's okay to paint your army a different shade of red than what they actually have you know, instead of going through and using Blood for the Blood God, you can use some cheaper army painter paint or different craft paint if you really want to. But, um, yeah, it's kind of up to you on how you're painting your army. Just figure out what colors you want to go with for your, for your scheme. And this is how I would go through. I'm going to tell you what I would go and purchase if I was first getting into painting my miniatures again for the first time. But before I tell you that, just know that you want to figure out what the color scheme you want to use. And there is nothing wrong with keeping it simple. You know, simple does look good in the right lights and the right situations. And simple really helps you, especially if you're building an army that has a lot of units or models included into it. Things like the Imperial Guard. See, there's a big difference between painting those small little average Joe human dudes versus painting space marines, which have wider, bigger surfaces and a little bit easier to coat. You kind of want to figure out, you know, a simple paint scheme that makes it so you're not tearing your hair out. But if you want to go back and add more detail later down the road, you definitely can if you want to. And I have done that with many of my armies. I started simple and I said, you know what? I think this area would look really cool as gray or as silver. I think this is really cool if we added black or some other aspects or touches to these guys um, or adding some different transfers or trying to freehand different, you know, different symbols and signs and stuff on my guys. It's up to you to go back and do that, but keep it simple to start with and stick to just a few colors to really start building your army first. So now let me go ahead. I'll tell you what I would go and buy if I was getting started again. So now, if I was going to go get started into Warhammer 40k again, and I needed to pick up my supplies for painting, I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. 
there is nothing wrong with staying super budget and going out and buying just cheap acrylic craft paint from different hobby stores or heck even from Walmart and Target. I have used these things with many of my models and they actually turn out pretty good because a lot of them usually have like a glossy acrylic finish. And uh, yeah, they work out pretty stinking well as far as making your guys look like they have a nice reflective shine still. Uh, but if you don't like that, you want to go warm matte, there are other colors out there like contrast paints, which come out a little bit less shiny compared to it. If I was getting started and I had absolutely no models to my name at all, there is actually those start painting kits uh, that they have for as right now. It's Necrons and Space Marines. You get three different Necron Warriors or you get three Space Marine Assault Intercessors um, <clears throat> available to you that you can go and you get a nice amount of paint for like 35-ish bucks and you get a paintbrush um, to start assembling and painting up your, I guess the start of your army if that's really where you wanted to go, but it's pretty good value that if you want to just have a few extra like Space Marines or a few extra Necrons, <clears throat> you can learn how to paint those guys and it takes you step by step on how to paint them to the color scheme they have. Now the unfortunate side is, is they give you Ultramarines colors, so you're kind of a little bit shoehorned into saying, hey, I'm painting Ultramarines today, but they give you plenty of other colors. They get you the blacks, they get you the browns. I believe they get you reds, red as well. I don't know, they get you a good chunk of colors. So you could use one of those other colors as your main color if you really wanted to. And heck, if you want to paint Raven Guard, you can do that if you wanted to because they've got the blacks and stuff. Or if you want to paint um, Iron Hands, you could. Imperial Fists, maybe not so much. I don't remember if there's yellow in that kit or not, but it's a good place to get started that if you wanted to get some of the good paints, I'm saying good quote unquote, because there are other paints out there that you can use, if you want to get some of the good Citadel Games Workshop paints, go ahead and pick up that, that little kit. And that'll just save you from running around to 12 different places, trying to pick up different things or trying to figure out, oh, this product is maybe the right thing to get versus this one's maybe not the right thing to get. But if you were like me, and you decide to say, hey, I'm gonna go and just pick up my own paint as I go along, or I'm gonna go with my own color scheme as I go along, then uh, yeah, don't feel bad about ditching that because you might have a more cost-effective route if you go this way. Now, I've used things, I've used things like the, uh, the cheap apple barrel paints that you would get from uh, Walmart. I have used Army Painter paints. I've used some Vallejo. Um, I've used some, I'm trying to remember what the other brand paint it was. It was a lot better than the Apple Barrel paint. It was a little bit more expensive per pot, but still pretty decent. And uh, I have used a little bit of Games Workshop, like the Citadel paints that you can get too. Um, I don't have a lot of those because they are freaking expensive um, compared to some other paints, but they're definitely, the quality is definitely there. So don't feel like, oh, I, I'm not going to do this because it's so expensive. It's, it's worth it in the long run if you want to paint your models up and have them tabletop ready for like going to an actual Games Workshop to go play. So, with that out of the way, that's the easy set section. Go buy that little box. It's going to give you a bunch of paints, paintbrush, and even some miniatures to practice on. If you really, if you don't have anybody and you just want to see, hey, am I going to be okay with painting a bunch of guys up like this? Go ahead and give it a try. But for determining your color scheme of what you want to go out and buy, I would recommend go out and buy a black. I would recommend you go out and buy a metallic color. That's either like gold or silver or lead belcher, or just like, I don't know, iron colored. Um, go pick yourself up some of that. And then I would pick a primary and a secondary color. It's four colors that you need to pick up. For a bonus, I would say pick up a, uh, a flesh tone color. You know, 
I mean, if you want your army to be diverse, go pick up multiple flesh tone colors. But if you want to keep it simple on yourself, a lot of your guys, depending on like who you're playing, what faction you're playing, they're going to have a specific kind of like flesh tone that you can use. Um, but if you're playing something like human, because you might have some people who are black, you might have some people that are white, you might have some people that um, are a little more tanned. Um, it's really kind of up to you on determining what what kind of like race and everything your army is going to have as far as like skin tone color for the humans. But if you're looking for race like aliens and stuff, I mean, your Drakari are going to have the, kind of like that gray skin, you know, um, or they might have the pale skin, depending on which group of Drakari you're going with and what colors you're going with too. You know, your Eldar, they're going to have kind of a set set skin tone that, that Games Workshop does sell. You know, you've got the Bugsman Glow for like normal Cadians and stuff, along with Cadian Flesh Tone that you could use to kind of spruce things up that route. Totally up to you on what you want to go with. Cadians have different skin tones, so figure out what color you want to use. I would say just start off with one Flesh Tone because playing like Space Marines, pretty much all of your army, they're souped up. They got the armor and they got their helmets and everything too, so you're not seeing any skin on them except for maybe the Sergeant or maybe a captain or a lieutenant. Most of the time, the guys have their helmets on. Not always, but most of the time. But yeah, from there, that's where I would start kind of looking into beginning your painting journey. Your first primary color is what you want to really focus on. This is going to be your base coat. This is what you're going to coat everything in the um, in the Space Marine armor or the um, the fatigues under your Astro Militarum, or if you're going to paint up the Eldar um, Eldar army, or you're gonna paint up, you know, Gene Stiller Colts, Tyranids, whatever. This is gonna be the main like undercoat. And my recommendation a lot of times is to start low and work up high. When you're looking at the detail of your guys, your base coat should be the majority of what you're gonna keep your armor color to be. So, as I mentioned earlier, my Amber Ascension Space Marines, that's where I started. I just said, you know what? Everything is gonna be orange. And I found out that you can't really just paint orange onto that dark blue plastic. It doesn't turn out super good. Um, same thing with the gray plastic. I mean, it turns out better on gray plastic than blue plastic, but when you're slapping paint down on your guys, um, orange is one of those harder colors to use. So you might want to find like another color that helps kind of work as a under layer. Um, you know, I found out pink works out really good underneath orange it really makes the orange pop on your space marine armor or even your other guy's armor if he's painted it pink underneath first and then i was able to do like one or two coats that were thin coats of orange on top of that pink and it made it super vibrant and really made it look cool um white is a good color to look at too but black might be a decent color for you just to use as a, a base coat on everything and then just paint over it too. I painted some really cool, a, a re really cool red Space Marine using red over black. Worked out pretty well. There's a ton of different painting videos out there. Maybe I should have put this caveat at the beginning of the episode, but I'm not a professional painter. I, I do this as a hobby and I'm not very good at it either. I mean, I've had some people compliment me on it. I've had some friends say, yeah, I really love your miniatures and that you do this. But I'm not the best. You know, there are people out there that are better than me and give better advice than me. So keep that in mind. You know, keep listening to your own risk. But after you do your base coat, your primary, just main color under there, you're gonna use your secondary color. This thing is gonna be essentially like your, it's, it's like, it's just a secondary color to help your kind of, your units pop from each other. So like, let's just say for like an Astro Militarum group, I use a primary color of gray. Or we can use tan. 
no, let's just use brown because I use brown for my ash melt hair. So I use brown as my undercoat for everything. So I just, I paint that bad boy brown with everything. All of his fatigues are now brown. His armor's brown. His boots are brown. Everything is brown. So then now I have to determine what is my secondary color going to be. That's going to be like the flak armor, the flak jacket that your guys get to wear. And it looks like the football pads that they're wearing as far as they've got the, uh, the shoulder pads and the, the chest as well and their helmet. That's going to be your secondary color that you're going to paint over. And so the fatigues underneath, those will still be brown. But now you go through and you paint all of the different armor pieces, whatever your secondary color is. My army, I paint them navy blue. So I've got a brown and navy blue scheme. And I've got my guys, I've painted all their flak and armor up as blue. And now you've got a contrast on your model that you can tell, oh yeah, this is more than just some dude that's painted brown and say, oh, I'm the brown team. It's like, no, this guy actually looks like a little bit more like he would belong in the universe and looks like you put some more time and energy into him. Then you would go through and you would figure out your, you've got black and you've got your metallic color. You want to use your metallic color for like your different las gun barrels or bolt gun barrels or whatever i'd also recommend using it to paint some of the other like the decals so if you got like buttons or like aquilas for like the imperium and stuff paint those up with the metallic color that you decided to choose it's going to help make those extra little details pop on your model those details are really easy if you go through with a dry brush method or you just put a very small amount of paint and just spread it across in there and let it dry and it does come out really cool when it dries onto that and it really makes your model look like they have a whole lot more detail and that you are a lot more finely, you're more of a detail-oriented person. You're a lot more fine with your painting skills compared to what you are. Those, that's the one perk I would say with Games Workshop models is that you, it makes a poor painter look like you actually know what you're doing and uh, it makes it a whole lot easier for, to make your model look more detailed and make it pop out. So now we've got your under, kind of your primary coat for your base. You've got a secondary coat, which kind of goes over all the rest of the armor and stuff. And now you've painted your metallics up. This is where you can go in with black or white. I personally like using black for like a lot of things. Like my bolt guns, they're all black. You know, um, some pieces of my armor for my space rings, they're black too, but not everything is. So that's something where you can look at those two things and say, all right, do I wanna go more black or do I wanna go more white? And you use this to add some like little details to your guys and gals that you are deciding to bring to the table. And um, you can use that to kind of cover up some trim or something, or you can go through and use it to um, just act as another color. This is where for like Space Marines, you can decide to say, hey, I'm gonna do, you know, for their shoulder pauldrons, I'm sure you guys have seen the pictures. They have like an, inter like a, um, not an interior spot, but they got a main spot where you put all the color and like the, uh, the emblems and the transfer sheets or whatever you decide to put there. But they've got a nice rim around it that is a little bit raised. I like to paint those things like silver or I'll paint them black or I'll paint them something else too to add like a third color that makes them pop even more. So I've got my primary color, I've got a secondary color, and then I've got that little trim, those different pieces that will help your guy stand out that much better. And with that, you've used your four colors that you need. Um, fifth color, if you decide to go skin tone, go ahead and go use that on any of your guys that happen to have skin exposed um, and say, oh yeah, here we go. I'm just going to paint this up as skin tone and... You know, again, you can use that as the undercoat if you want to. If you got like models like our witches and stuff like the Drakari, their undercoat is essentially their skin. So paint their skin, their flesh tone, whatever you decide to go with on that side. Um, but maybe it's just going back and hip the small details. Like if you're space, if you're painting space marines, you've got one sergeant that has his helmet off and his head exposed, then you can paint that up with your flesh tone, and boom, you're done with your flesh tone section. If you're playing the uh, the 
the Cadians for like your Astro Militarum. Go paint underneath their little helmet where their head's at, paint their hands, and boom, you're done with the flesh tone. Um, and you've got really solid, like, you've got a decent model to bring to the table if you really wanted to, and for a pretty cheap budget. And you only had to go pick up like four or five paints. And then as far as paintbrushes go, I would go and maybe pick yourself up some, uh, like a different pack of them. You want to have a brush that is big, that you can just slap on the base coats really easy, and then you want to have some smaller detail brushes, you know, one that's really small, one that's a little bit bigger, and that way it'll make your life a little bit easier on going between your paint brushes. And take care of your brushes too. Make sure to clean them off after you get done with uh, your painting session. Don't leave them in, don't leave their bristles like in the water down and where it gets just completely destroyed. You want to try and keep that tip on a lot of them that are more of the detail focus too. But uh, yeah, uh, with that, I mean, painter's palettes, wet palettes, you know, um, I've, I use a I use a paper plate um, that I've been using for the past year to paint my miniatures on. I've been using that paper plate for ages now, and that's what I use to put all my paint on to to then put it over on my models. So kind of figure out what your dynamic is, figure out what your setup is at home if you don't have a lot of space, or you do have a lot of space, or you have a designated crafting room. You might already be ahead of the game on it too. But with that, I'm going to leave you guys. Hit me up the JM special if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you want to let me know um, about, you know, anything you want to talk to me about future episodes as well you want me to cover. You know, I talk about Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40k, Dungeons and Dragons, other aspects of my nerdy life. That captures video games, movies, all kinds of other things too. So until the next time, be good to yourselves, and um, I'll see you on the next Warhammer Wednesday. Bye.